Hey, sports fans, this is Straight From The Basement with Tamiami. I'm a 57-year-old sports fan who always said, since I never played sports professionally, then let's talk about it. I am born and raised in New York City. I played organized basketball for several well-known teams in the mid-70s and early 80s, such as the legendary home called Rucker Tournament, Millbank, Stone Gym and Riverside Church, LaGuardia House, and my all-time favorite, Each One Teach One. Having sports in my life at an early age always kept me out of trouble. If I wasn't playing basketball, I was either playing football or baseball. Hey, sports fans, this is Straight From The Basement with Tommy Ami where my views, facts, and opinions will cover the hottest, the latest, and the past sports events. So before we start this show today, I did say, as promised, I will be reading a few of the responses from the last show. The last show question was, Since Kyrie is back full-time, if the Nets don't make it to the Eastern Conference Championship or Finals, and he is still unvaccinated in the offseason, what should ownership decide to do with him? Do they keep him or do they trade for him? Now, I got a few from the chat. We got Big Russ from Alabama. Big Russ says ownership should keep him. He's still a valuable player for the Nets. If they get rid of him, KD would probably walk too. May have a point there, Big Russ. So Barry from Bayshore, Long Island says, good question, but comes, but it comes with some nuisance. If being vaccinated is no longer an issue, management has to keep him. Given his skill set and pairing him with KD, there are only a few guards in the league that can do what he does. And the chemistry is there. As we know, the league is star-driven. So I think his idiosyncrasies, notwithstanding there, should keep him. All right, that's Barry. Pops from the Bronx, New York says, keep him. As long as Durant is still comfortable playing with him, it was a choice by Durant to come to New York, invited by Kyrie. So true. They have a great chance to make it to the finals, especially if they stay healthy. Kelly from the Yonkers, New York says, Nets should keep Kyrie. He's a box office player. Just sign, him, just sign him to a one-year contract every year, unvaccinated and all. And she may have a point there. Seabird from California says, I think ownership should trade him on the basis of just being a team player, not being vaccinated. I get for your own personal reasons and you don't want anyone or the government telling you what to do with your own body. But this dude is always marching to his own beat and never considering his teammates. So down the ship with um, Kyrie, that's his opinion. That's Seaberg from California. Who else we got? We got Ida from Brooklyn, New York. And she says, keep him. He has made a big difference in the last few games, especially last night. Okay. The mayor has lifted the vaccine requirements for spurts and entertainment facilities. It will be difficult to backtrack unless we go through COVID. Unless we go through a COVID surge. I got you, Ida. And last, Ty from Harlem, New York says, keep him. He's a superstar. Not just a star. Plus, he's filled seats. I got you, Ty. So I want to thank you guys for sending your responses through my basement chat. If I didn't read yours, that's okay. Thank you for sending them. 
So I want to get straight right into my new topic for today. And that topic is regarding the Laker front office, the coach, the roster, and their horrible season. And as you can see, I'm a Laker fan. Yes, I'm a Laker fan. I'm a 1977 Laker fan. I was 13 years old. But I won't bore you with the story on how I became a Laker fan living here in New York City. I won't do that because it's a long story. But it's a story that I really want to tell, but I won't tell it right now. And so we will move on and fast forward. And so there's different points of what took place in this season. And, and, and as a Laker Nation... As a 45-year-old Laker fan, I am I'm I'm just um, disgusted. Laker Nation is spoiled, you know, with 17 championship wins. You know, we're spoiled, you know, and so you know, throughout my whole teenage years to my adult years, never saw a team this worse than the Lakers played this season. There has never been a Laker team, and I'm going back from Minnesota, when it was the Minneapolis Lakers. They never was this bad. Yes, we had losing seasons. Yes, when Magic retired, all the way to when Shaq came. And even when Shaq came, he didn't win it until Kobe came. So that was almost a 10-year stretch. But the, but the, but the, but the, the season was respectable. You know what I mean? We lost games, yes. We didn't make playoffs, yes. But it was respectable. This here is a damn joke we just finished. And I'm just, you know, I'm sad about it. Real sad. And, you know, and the playoffs is about to start. The play-in, you know, we were trying to trying to stay into that ninth and 10th when we just couldn't hang out, you know. And then, um, you know, we're out now. San Antonio, I'm happy for them. They got that last spot. So, Lakers is out. We are out. Now, who's to blame for it? I got three points on who's to blame for it. And I want to start with the front office. The front office, which consists of the owner, my girl Jeannie Buss. Yes, Laker Nation, we love Jeannie Buss. We love her attitude, her love for the Lakers. Her daddy, before he passed away, made her the co-owner of the Lakers, and she's taking it by the ball. Yes, her brother Jim, he took over at first. He tried to do it, but he couldn't do it. Now, Jeannie took over in 2017, and she brought us home, the Laker Nation, a championship three, three years later. So, we, 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 we can't say nothing about that. Three years later, after taking over completely, yes, we'll take that. 2020. Yes, I know, Laker haters. You guys all say, hey, that was the bubble. That championship should not count. Listen, it's a championship. It ain't going to have no asterisks to it. So, 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 in the books, it's going to say championship. Okay, like it or not. And I got you guys. But front office, Jeannie, and I'm going to stay with Jeannie for a minute. She had a game plan, and that game plan was to Bring Jason Kidd on when she hired Frank Vogel. And Jason Kidd was supposed to take the league at some point as head coach. Jeannie, you didn't do what you said you was going to do. You didn't do it, and I'm going to get into that coaching in a second. But I want to stay with front office. 
because I truly believe, Jeannie, you got friends there and Kirk Rampus and his wife, Linda, that should not be in the positions that they are in. Advisor? Advisor to what? Um, Kirk Rampus? That was my dude back in the Laker days. Showtime days with the magic. Powell Ford. Clark Kent. He was the man. You know what I'm saying? You wanted to fight the break-in? He was your man. You know what I'm saying? You needed somebody knocked down? He was your man. Clark Kent was your man. But he, was, he has not been the man since he started coaching in this league. Okay? His track record in coaching is horrible. So, Jeannie, I understand he's a friend. I understand he's an old-time Laker. But he does not know anything about running the, um, the, the, the office, running the operations. Okay? He should not be giving you any advice, especially his wife. I know that's your girl. Y'all been rolling for years. But no, you want to keep them on the payroll? Yeah, keep them on the payroll. But have them do something else. <laughs> it cannot be in the front office. It cannot be in the front office. Now, Jeannie, I, 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 I think I'm done with you for the moment. Okay? Um, because I'm hearing, and I'm not sure it's true, that you're still going to keep the couple for next season. Not understanding that, but we're going to see what this offseason brings. Now, I know you had Magic Johnson at one point, and that's my dude, my all-time favorite Laker. He should have never took the job a couple of years ago because he knew he didn't have the time for it. But that's another story. Jeannie, you need to go and let Rob Palenka, your general manager, do what you paid him to do. Let him call the shots. I don't as a Laker fan, have a problem with Rob Palenka at all. I think he did a great job in assembling that um, um, team that won that championship. I think he's been good. Um, I talked it over with a lot of Laker fans. Um, I don't think the problem is with Rob. I don't think the problem is with Rob. I think Rob can't spread his wings because you got Kirk Rampus and Linda right there on him. You need, again, to get them to out of the equation and let Palenka do what he can do, okay? That's number one. Number two, my second pet peeve on this topic is the coaching. Now, I just mentioned this a few minutes ago. So, Jeannie, you hired Jason Kidd as your assistant coach for one reason and one reason only, to replace Frank Vogel once that championship was done. And you didn't do that. You actually did not do that. What you actually did was you allowed Jason Kidd to walk and get picked up by the Dallas Mavericks, which was a bad mistake. Was a bad mistake because you knew Frank Vogel was not that dude when you only gave him a one-year extension. What coach, people, what coach in any sports that wins a chip one year and only gets a one-year extension that's telling the front office right there. Front office is basically saying, we know he's not really a good coach. We locked out and got a chip with him, but we're only going to give him one-year extension. So, Jeannie, I got one more pet peeve with you. You let Jason Kick go, knowing that you guys was going to restructure the whole roster. Okay? And you guys did not. When I say you guys, I'm meaning you, Jeannie, Rampus, Palenka, so on. Did not put into the fact that when you got rid of Pope, 
Caruso, Harrell, the defensive players that was key to that championship win, you did not factor in that this is not the right coach for this new roster that you guys currently have. And that Jason Kidd should have remained the coach. He should have took over. You should have told Frank Vogel, thank you for helping us get this chip, but we're going a different direction now, and we don't believe that you are the right fit, the right coach for this unit that we are trying to put together now. And so that's my pet peeve with you, Jeannie. That is my pet peeve with you. Now I'm going to move on to Frank Vogel, the coaching. I'm going to move on. And so, and so I got different points regarding a head coach. I'm very anal when it comes to coaching in any sports, okay? It's coach 101. You must know the strengths and the weaknesses of your players. And he just didn't know the strengths and weaknesses of each of his players. He just didn't know. He just didn't know. When you don't know, you don't know. He just didn't know, okay? That's number one, okay? Number two, you got to know that you got to be able to have an in-game adjustment in your tactics as a coach in, in, in any sport, okay? Frank Vogel is a locker room coach. Now, what do I mean by a locker room coach? A locker room coach is a coach who actually prepares before the game like they're supposed to. But when the game starts and things go south, he does not have an adjustment. So now... This is when this starts. All right, you go in, you try. All right, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. All right, you try now. And before you know it, you got about 10 different players in the game that's trying, but you lose the game because there's no adjustment. He, 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 he just don't know. There's no in-game adjustment with this dude. He doesn't understand that, okay? Then next is his rotations. His rotations is just horrible, okay? Horrible. When you're going to have LeBron James as a five or Camelo as a five going against Embiid or, 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 or my dude from, from Denver. Who's that dude from Denver? The Joker. When you're going to have them going against the Joker and Embiid while you got Dwight Howard. And at that time, you also had Andre Jordan. Okay, you had two big centers on the bench sitting there, and you got old man, 37-year-old, the king, trying to go against Embiid, handle a Frank Vogel, handle um, a Valanciunas from, 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 from Portland Trailblazers. No, come on, what are you doing? What are you doing? The rotations are horrible, okay? You got sometimes four guards in there. It's, 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 it was ridiculous what you were doing. Ridiculous. I could have done the job you did. You did a horrible job, Frank Vogel. And I want you to know that. And I hope that wherever you go, if you're not picked as a head coach, because I don't believe you are a head coach. I believe you will be a good assistant coach somewhere. You got a good aura about yourself. And that, I believe that's the reason why you were not getting dogged by everyone else in the sports world up until now, okay? You were getting the respect, right? Because people thought you were getting the raw deal, okay? And so, 
I believe that, hey, you just did a horrible job on the current roster that you had during the summer months, and you didn't prepare right, and you just did not know what to do with it. And so I'm blaming you big time. I'm giving you at least 75% of the blame. 75% of the blame. Now, some people may say I'm wrong, but listen, I've been sticking and staying. I watch every Laker game, every Laker game, and I watch you. You, you just put them in the, oh, man, you just put them at the bottom. You know, we, we, I, 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 you know I, it's so much I want to say, but I can't say, all right, because I don't want to bore you guys. But I would say the roster, when it was developed, before the season began, me as a Laker fan, I was cool with it. I know we had the oldest Laker roster ever assembled. We were the oldest team in the league ever assembled. I got that. I was cool with it. I was cool with it. What I was not cool with, I knew who was going to be coaching this team. And I said to a few of my Laker fans, I said, you know what? I'm cool with the roster. I don't think we got the right coach for the roster. And I was exactly right. I was absolutely right. I was right at all points. And that's why this man, he has to go. And I'm hoping and praying that they don't ponder on keeping him because there's no pondering. Get rid of him now. Okay? Get rid of him now. Okay? I don't have a problem with Russell. Yes, he started off horrible. I don't have a problem with Westbrook, okay? I believe because of the coaching, he didn't know how to fit him. Because he didn't know. Vogel didn't know. He could have worked. It will work with AD and LeBron and Russ. It will. So I don't have a problem with Russ. He's still got the energy. He's still got the explosion. He, I don't have a problem with him. No problem with him. AD, yes, he's bad luck. He just he just has that bad luck. I mean, I mean, getting injured. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not even talking about the Laker days. I'm talking about when he was with the Pelicans. You know, if you look up how many times this man's been injured, you thought he would be playing football. He should be playing football. I don't. I don't even believe football players had that much injuries than this man has. Okay, and and he's just been, you know, nonstop with the bad luck. But you don't get rid of A.D., okay? I'll keep Russell. The King will be 38 coming in this year, okay? He cannot keep anchoring this team. He cannot. It has to be A.D. And we're going to pray. We're going to pray as Laker Nations that A.D. will, over the summer, get his body right when the season begins, the 22-23 season begins that we will pray, cross our fingers each game, each game, that he does not get hurt, okay? We know he's going to get hurt, but we don't want that hurt where he got to miss 5 and 10 and 15 games. No, we don't want that because it hurts us. It hurts us bad. And so, I got two questions, and I need you guys to really put it in the basement chat so I'll be able to read your responses on my next show. And my first question is, what current NBA coach or retired coach would have had better success than Frank Vogel 
with this current Laker roster? Please put your responses in my basement chat. So my second question is, did Frank Vogel get a raw deal with this current roster? Please let me know what you think in my basement chat. And so I can read some of your responses on the next show. So before I end the show, I just want to say my condolences to Dwayne Haskins family. Um, Dwayne Haskins was hit, killed in Florida over the weekend, April 9th in Broward County, Florida. Um, Dwayne Haskins, for those who may not know, was a big time college football quarterback. Um, three years ago, got picked up, got drafted. He was drafted by the Washington. And then now with the Steelers. And so he's 24 years old. He will be solely missed. My condolences to the family and may he rest in peace. As I always stated, people, sports is what keeps this world from going insane, either in a pandemic or no pandemic. So until next time, 